This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? Oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank that. you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Burgett. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast uh, once again today on these Fridays. Jeff Ash with Heritage Bank, our fine sponsors, uh, joins us today. And usually we catch Lefty traveling someplace to follow volleyball. Hasn't left just yet. Probably the moment he hangs up uh, the phone with us, he's going to head uh, head out. Lefty, where are you going this weekend? Heading out west to the tundra. Out to, uh, well, the routes you take a little bit, but yep. um, heading up to Bismarck today. So the University of Mary, we play tonight. And uh, then you've got to drive another 110 miles north to go to Minot. So we're out there a ways this weekend. It's It feels like uh, we're going far and that it's going to be a while, but we'll actually be home tomorrow night. So that's it's kind of a different feeling because you feel like you're going this far away distance, so you got to pack all this stuff. But I'm like, I literally will be back tomorrow night. So, <laughs> so it's a lot of driving, but there really isn't anything to stay, stay out there for. No right. offense to Minot. <laughs> right. Hey, man, so, I've been to Minot a number of times. It's okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can leave Minot as soon as yeah. you're able to, yes. I was there for when Carter played in the winter. Yeah. So that drive was way worse. But oh, yeah. um, the town itself is just fine. It's yeah, just, yeah. I wish there was a little better scenery on the way out there. I mean, the drive to Fargo is interstate, so there's really nothing you see there. And then from Fargo to there, it's just kind of flat. And yeah. nothing, but. Well, it's farmland. Don't you like to look at farmland? I do. Maybe <laughs> we'll see a few deer or not. My uh, uh, One of the dads, Rich, Rich Creener, he uh, is from Okaboji, and his daughter plays. She's one of our big hitters. And... Uh, she probably our biggest hitter, to be honest, and yeah. um, he's going to drive up here and ride out there with us. So he's a guy that came up and played in our Invitational a couple of years ago. So he's a big golf guy too, and yeah, so that'll be kind of fun to have another person in there and stuff Carrie in the back and let her read a book or something, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lots, lots to talk about. Uh, that's for sure. As you as you hit the highways and byways, uh, so good luck uh, to you guys uh, up there in North Dakota uh, this it's going weekend. Fast, Todd. It's going way fast. I know, you know it is. Know, we're past. I'm sure we're past the halfway mark. I should know that exactly. But when the conference tournament becomes the, like the second weekend in November, there's no way we're not past that. So um, that is coming super fast, which kind of gives me a little angst thinking about it being done because uh, we're going to have to come up with new stuff to talk about every Friday. I can talk about volleyball, but we'll transition. We'll transition. We'll That'll manage be baseball it. season, hopefully, yeah. coming fast. We'll manage it, that's for sure. Yep. Hey, hey uh, have you been watching the baseball playoffs at all? I have. Yeah. I have. Obviously, we talked about the Twins, but yep. now moving on, you know, those both those series started 2-0, and now they're getting a little bit tighter, and uh, Houston tied it up yeah. last night, yep. and uh, I've really, in, I haven't enjoyed that series as much, even though it's American League, but I've really enjoyed the National League series. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's those Philly fans, but they are, um, been fun, and I know they're in Arizona now, but um, the walk-off last night, I was actually sitting somewhere eating. And didn't they throw a guy out at home first, or was that the winning run? I thought they, I wasn't really paying attention, and then all of a sudden I see them interviewing the guy. But I thought there was a play at the plate um, that that they threw a guy out. So I must have missed that whole. I must not have even caught what was going on there in the I, Arizona game. I I did not see it actually. I was oh. I was watching uh, Adrian Lee, uh, paranormal investigator. I went uh, last night over here at the Candyway oh. uh, County Historical Society. So I was I was you know. It, it was the wife's night. Uh, there are plenty of nights are mine. I watch a lot of sports, <laughs> yep. 
Uh, so it was a night where she wanted me to go and, and see Adrian Lee, and I'm glad I did. He was very entertaining. But, uh, yeah, so yeah. I didn't see it either. Oh, I know uh, they had a walk-off. I yeah. know that because it yeah. said walk-off. But it's I just I didn't ever see the actual play. I saw his hit. but So, anyway, I mean, it was an exciting. But I was at a bar or whatever, so I couldn't really. I mean, there was a lot of. I was actually, I don't know if you've ever been there, Shady's Long Shots up at the the uh, Rich Spring Golf Club. Have you ever played yep, there? I've played there. Yep, sure. So they have an awesome bar and restaurant yep, there. They do. It was packed last night. I, I took a little bit of inventory of how many golfers were in there, and I said, obviously their men's day does not die off like everybody else out in our area. Right. Cause, I mean, we go out here. I mean, we. I think I told you we played Wednesday, and we were out there, but and it was beautiful, but there was not a lot of people playing. And yeah. There must have been 30, 40, 50 guys. Really? Not just all guys either from all ages, young to old. So I thought that was impressive that they got together. They were all having a great time. I mean, it's kind of a fun time of the year right now with all the sports as far as, so the major leagues playoffs were on Thursday night football was coming on. The wild had just started and they, you know, they were scoring right away in that game. So it was, it's kind of, I like sitting in my chair and watching stuff, but when you're around a bunch of people that are getting hyped up and stuff too, it's kind of neat. So yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on last night. Yeah, no doubt about it, and and uh, it looks like uh, you know that the, it's headed toward a repeat of last year's World Series with Phillies and Astros, doesn't it? I mean, I know it's two two and two one yeah. at this point, so it's still up for grabs, and the Rangers are giving the Astros uh, everything I want. But gosh, in the end, I just feel like the championship pedigree of the Astros is going to wind up uh, winning that series. Yeah, I don't want them to win. I don't know why. I, just, I don't either. I get the whole, you know, their scandal stuff and all of that, whatever. You know, that's kind of ship a sail a little bit. Maybe that's part of it. But I like new blood in there a little bit, too, which obviously the Phillies are not. But um, I don't know enough about the Diamondbacks. That's why I enjoy talking to Brooks, my son. He knows everything about these guys. I don't. I think social media has been awesome for that. Mm. It just gets them in front it gets all these guys like in their faces, even if they're not watching the games all the time. I mean, yeah, I wish I was sitting there with my son watching every baseball game, and that's how he learned, like I did, you know, just watching the games, and you knew every player from every team. But he uh, he just knows all these guys, and it makes it interesting for me because then I kind of get attached to them a little bit because I, oh, I didn't realize that he was the best second baseman in the league, which sounds dumb. I should know that. I mean, we have a sports podcast. But right, right. <laughs> there's a lot of players, and I'm not in fantasy baseball anymore. I used to know everything about everybody, but you know how that goes. Yeah, but, well, for um, me, at least it's American League. You know, I'm still in a... <laughs> in a baseball yeah. league, but, but we're American League only, so I kind of focus more on that. But I do enjoy catching up with the National League players as who's good once the playoffs mm-hmm. begin, because that's really when yeah. I start watching much National League baseball is yeah. in the playoffs. I do love watching baseball playoffs. I think yeah. we said that last week. There's just something about how hype it is. You know, it's just it's just different than the regular season, and it isn't just because it's playoff. It's the coverage. Yeah, it's you know the and you know I'll I could listen to John Smoltz for twenty four hours in a row. I mean that guy is so smart. so knowledgeable and yeah. so good at how you know he's not an he is a know it all. He literally does know it all. Yeah, just the way he presents it makes it so easy to listen to, and you can learn so much. I mean, just the stuff that he says. You know, I mean I'm I'm listening to AJ. Brzezinski try to act like he knows what he's doing during the Twins game. I mean, every call he makes is it goes the other way, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, okay, AJ, you'll just be the color guy here, okay? You know, yeah, but, settle down a little, AJ. But, right. That's like, <laughs> none of the stuff you're saying is right. Well, he's for sure coming to the fastball, you know. And he bends one off the court. Like, yeah. Okay. But Smoltz, it's just listening to him, and as a pitcher, but just listening to him analyze what's going on and the build up to it. But it's 
like I said, it'd be no different if we were sitting around a table having a beer. I mean, that's the way he's talking there, but it's so knowledgeable that it's hard not to just listen to the guy if you have, you know, if you have a little bit of knowledge of pitching or, you know, and things like that and kind of can understand what he's saying, but it's not, it's not at such a high level. You know, what he's saying to me is interesting. Like, you can learn a lot from listening to him. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Hey, you know, I, it's yeah. interesting. So Twins fans have uh, been on Rocco Baldelli's neck about his early hook basically ever since he took over the team. Uh, even though this year the Twins starting pitchers pitched, I think, the second or third most innings of any starting staff in baseball. So it may seem like he has a quick hook, but he only does if he has, doesn't have very good pitching, which was the case last year. They had some guys who were just filling spots, basically. This year had good pitchers. But the Twins fans aren't the only ones. So I, the D-backs, I did see a little bit of this. They had their starting pitcher, Brandon Fott, I think is how they say his name. He was outstanding into the sixth inning, and he gets pulled. And the boos rained down yeah. from, from Phoenix booing their manager for pulling the starting pitcher uh, with two outs in the sixth inning. So we're not the only ones who don't like it right. when the starting pitcher gets pulled earlier than we think he should. Yeah, not when they're, not when they're dealing it. I know we talked about that at length last week, but I this whole analytic stuff, I remember walking around downtown Sioux Falls talking to you about this and the overcoaching. Yep overmanaging that seems like they do now and again i'm an armchair manager sitting here but it's just like let the guy go especially at this stage i mean i don't know i mean maybe they have a great bullpen and everything else but geez when a guy is lubed up like that and he's got it going it's like i just don't understand why you mess with it i don't there's got to be arguments both ways on that i mean everybody isn't well that's just the way it is that's just the way it is now it's just like (laughs) there's been a lot of guys in the hall of fame for being the other way that you just let them go you know so I like that myself. I'm like, ride that guy. When I think of those guys, the guys that I always looked up to and you wanted to be like, it's like they were just bulldogs. They were freaking workhorses. I yeah. just loved it, you know? So, yeah. But this yeah. guy fought. He hasn't been that. You know, he had an ERA of like five and a half during the regular season. And, and so then, he, was, yeah, you could, he was up you and down minor leagues, major enough. leagues. Yeah. You could say we've gotten what more than we bargained for here. We're going to cut it off now, too. So I guess I could see that then. They did. He you was know, optioned like, three times this year. So yeah. 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 So then that's more of an argument, I guess, at that yeah. point, too. So yeah. maybe what I said isn't quite right. You know, I'm sitting here well, thinking of Roger Clemens and some of these guys. And life was so different than when those guys were pitching. You weren't taking the ball from their hands until you got to the ninth, maybe. Right. Jack and then Morris. And you bring in some, you know, Rob Dibble to come in and be wild and crazy and everything else. And that's that's what baseball was when, when I was growing up, you know, in the 80s and and 90s, it was literally, we are going to pitch. You might have had a setup, man, but sometimes you pitch, and then you had the closer. That's yep. what you had. Yep, that's now for sure. you got a fifth-inning guy, a sixth-inning guy, a seventh-inning guy. You know, it's like, yeah. geez. And it's not so. just because they want to pull him because they don't want to face the third lineup or anything like that. It's because they're asking him to pitch differently. They're asking guys to go more max effort, even their starters. Mm-hmm. You know, sell yep. out. We only need five innings out of you. So, True. you know, crank it up more. So it's kind of one has created the other, and it's because and sure of the analytics, right? They sure have cranked it up. It yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The velocity yeah. that they throw out is crazy. Hey, let's talk Vikings uh, a little bit here, uh, Lefty. So uh, a big game, obviously, for them on Monday. It looks like uh, it's still possible that Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel are, are kind of questionable, might play, might not. It would certainly help the Vikings if they didn't play. Um, right. But this wasn't one of those games necessarily that I expected the Vikings to win. I don't feel any differently about how this Vikings season is going to finish 
if they lose to the 49ers on Monday. Uh, if they win, I might feel differently. Uh, at that point, I might say, well, you know, they got back to one of the games that they lost earlier in the season that mm-hmm. they shouldn't have. And then you're kind of back on track. If they can pull off the upset against the Niners, they're right back in it. And all that trade talk of whoever should go away at that point, I would think. Yeah, it sounds like they've kind of settled down the whole Kirk trade stuff. Like, that's not happening. But, yeah. um, you know, back to your comments about feeling any better or whatever, I don't really feel any better about our win in Chicago either besides that right. it was a win. That's right. You know, I mean, it was just like it really, you know, you beat a really not very good team. I mean, they're in, they're a hot mess right now. Yep. The Bears, I'm talking. Yep. Um, and we kind of are too, but, I mean, it just – it wasn't very impressive. It wasn't very clean. We still turn, you know, the turnovers are still there. The potential for turnovers are still there. I mean, we're just, I just don't have this confidence, you know, like sometimes you roll a team out, like you have to feel pretty good when you're rolling. Like if you're a 49ers fan yeah. right now, I realize they lost last week, but as far as how things are going, you know, I mean, just think of the mindset that you have as their fans. And even as their players walking onto the field with that, that group, whether it's, their talent, whether it's the scheme, it's the energy, it's the momentum or whatever. But And then you compare that to what, what we have. I mean, we've got to be like, I hope we can, you know, kind of that hitting and hoping yep. feeling that you have sometimes with your clubs. Yep. Like, I'm going to swing here and I just hope it's good instead of committing to it. You know, I think we're having a hard time just thinking we're good. You know, yep. we're a good team here. I mean, we might say it's a lot of words speak, I think. But, yeah, it just doesn't feel that good right now. No, and uh, then some injuries at Davenport – uh, goes down. The reason he was available as a free agent is because of his injury history. He missed the first two games. Now he's going to miss at least four, and apparently he needs a surgical procedure done on his high ankle sprain, the, uh, hopefully to bring him back a little sooner. But but when you have surgery, it sounds to me like it could certainly be longer right. than four weeks before he comes back. And when he's in there, and Daniel Hunter, who's having a defensive player of the year type of season, but the Vikings mm-hmm. aren't winning, so he's not getting that recognition uh, for the type of year he's having. But with Davenport on the other side, then you really have a pass rush. Without him, boy, they can really uh, you know, designate resources to blocking Daniel Hunter. It'll make it tougher on him. Yeah, and Pretty is so good at getting the ball out of his hands. Yep. He's no... No Trevor Lawrence, though, watching him last night, not to change off the bikes, but I was uh, listening to it while I was driving home last night, and I think, what did they say, two and a half seconds yeah. is how he gets the ball out. I would like to know what Kirk's stat is it's on It's not that. that fast. I can tell uh, you that. Know. You know, too, yeah. He's yeah. a ball massager. We know that. He <laughs> likes to hang on to it. Now, sometimes I like I that. I say he likes to hump it. Yeah. <laughs> he likes to hump it, I always say. Like, get rid of that dang thing. Yep, Especially yep. when you're not mobile. You know, like Lawrence and stuff, he can move. But yep. I just appreciate those quarterbacks. Brady was like that, too. They were like, one, two, three, boom. I mean, yep. the quick passes that the Patriots threw and stuff, I just wish we had a little bit more of that and got it into, you know, like the J.J.'s hands and just let them make plays. I mean, but like Devontae Adams now, you know, he's in the news. And I think rightfully so. I watched that game um, the week ago, too, and I'm like, how can you just – not even look at a guy like that. You know, it's like J.J. too. Sometimes you'll go long periods, and I, I don't get the whole scheme, but you'd think you could just force the ball to some of those guys, and I wish we did that a little bit more with J.J. too. Yeah. I know his stats and everything else, but even with those stats, he still has long periods of time where he just doesn't touch the ball too. So yeah. 
don't know. Armchair quarterback again, of course. Well, that's our job. Uh, that's what we do. We armchair <laughs> quarterback. We, aren't, we don't, can't have any influence on it. We just uh, watch and analyze and give our thoughts Correct. on it. That's Talk all we can do uh, in this yep. situation. So I do like Jordan Addison, but the biggest uh, downfall yep. for him is his size and how small he is. doesn't matter for catching and running with the ball. It does matter in the run game and in the quick pass uh, flanker screen game. He's not a blocker, mm-hmm. and he, he, I don't know that he's that willing uh, necessarily either from what I've seen. He pretty much gets runs o- run over anytime he tries to block. So that's something he's going to have to get bigger, stronger, and start to work on. Yeah, yeah. And JJ is actually good at that. He I is. Mean, he's pretty. He's a physical wide receiver. Yep. Um, and that is, that is a huge part. It's not something as a fan that I necessarily think about a lot. You know, as far as how important that is. Yep. Because sometimes you see those runs that you're like, well, geez, they would have broke that if that wide receiver that's would right. just have blocked. You know, they get in the way sometimes, and then get in the way. Or, I mean, yeah, they get in the way, but then they really get in the way. They're in the way of the defender, but then they're, like, in the way of the play sometimes when they're not blocking. So, yeah, that's a good point. And then also you'd have to – I mean, there's been plenty of small wide receivers that have done well. Yeah. um, You know, is durability going to be a thing with him, too, when he's not so big? But he sure has had a heck of a – I mean, rookie of the year type of really player, a good start. He? Yeah, he's really had yeah. a good start. Oh, the rookie of the year is going to be C.J. Stroud down at at Houston, yeah, the quarterback. He's yeah. lighting it up. I mean, he's got like twelve yeah. touchdowns and one pick uh, so far. So he's the uh, front runner for that. But outside of quarterback, yeah, uh, Addison is having what he's got four touchdowns mm-hmm. uh, already on the season. So um, certainly doing uh, doing well there. Uh, so what do you think? Do you think the Vikings can knock off the Niners on Monday? No. Now, a little bit has to do with um, those guys being healthy. I get that. But it's the NFL, so can they? Yes. Should they? No. Yeah. That, that is the most political answer you could possibly give. Yeah. I, I'm i not drinking the Kool-Aid right now, which is really bad because I love the bikes, but I, yeah. just, I don't love the feeling right now, so I'm just being honest. Yeah. But the 49ers probably are going to have a bounce back. I would hope we'd compete at home, though. I mean, with our crowd Monday night, I would sure hope we'd compete. I mean, extra yeah. day arrest. So I think they will. I hope we battle them. I hope we battle them. Yep. Yeah. Hey, did you see that the Gopher Iowa total or the over under on that is thirty one and a half? And since they started oh tracking, since they started tracking, I think it goes back to like the eighties or something like that. That's the Seven. lowest total ever given for a Big Ten game, and I believe <laughs> for an FBS game. So anybody and in the top tier of that'll Division One. How don't you want to be part of that game, right? The well, man, look at how many games have gone under. Look at how many games have gone under. Yeah, I, back to my back to my buddy Rich. His, they're from Iowa, and their son played. He was an Iowa Hawkeye basketball player, and uh, so they're big Hawkeye people. So that will be our first conversation on the way we'll be talking about this because he's not afraid to place a wager either. Yeah, and uh, that'll be interesting to see what he thinks about their Hawkeyes. Of course, friends, the old coordinator we talked about came a lot. He could savage down there, coach's kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there, we don't have a whole lot to say. I mean, I've watched just about every Gophers game, and oof, they aren't doing much. That is some. Oh no, it, it's tough. The offense, you know, normally we got ball. stud running back, and our yeah. running back is small, but he's decent. Yeah. But we don't have the wide receivers you normally have. I mean, our quarterback no. is okay, but we just don't have like a star at all. Chris Ottman Bell, the missing man this year. Where's he been? I thought he was going to be the top yeah. wide receiver. He doesn't even play yeah. anymore. Unfortunately, he's yeah. got an injury of some kind. Uh, hopefully, yeah, he's be- not delaying his return from that injury uh, intentionally. So Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out now that you said that. That'll be something I'll be paying attention to, yep, yep. aside of usually. But, yeah, 31, wow. Yeah, 31 <laughs> as the total. There's games, Unbelievable. There's games that are in the 70s. Yes, you know, the first that's goal, right. So. 
That's right. Hey, Lefty, thanks so much. Safe travels to you this weekend. Yeah, same to you, Todd. Good luck at poker. You bet. Jeff Ash joining us here on the Todd and Friends Podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends Podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.